Hey, Abundant Parents, it's Leah Recor, creator of The Abundant Parent. Tatiana was my second guest as I launched my Abundant Parent workshops. Knowing how much every child I've ever met loves stones, I knew I wanted to host a workshop discussing the meaning and healing behind these stones. I had met Tatiana by chance a year earlier, and we connected immediately with our similar trips to Nepal and Tibet, and the ignition we experienced of a spiritual path. But she also funded her trip by tying mala. Mala is a beautiful craft. It's meditative both in creating the stone beads into necklaces, or mala, but then also in their use to bring a meditative rhythm to our thoughts and practices. Tatiana used her incredible knowledge to help make a workshop that would bring stones, chakras, and meditation all together in a basic understanding and how mala can benefit families. All of that, and she also showed us how to tie mala. So why was I so passionate about stones? It began in childhood. Like all children, I was drawn to them. But when my mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was seven, I saw a shift in her. She began to have faith in things she hadn't prior. While she was not anticipated to live, she also wasn't giving up. And when friends would suggest strange mushroom and herb teas, acupuncture and crystals, she said, why not? It was definitely a point in her journey where she figured it couldn't hurt. And in the practice of applying these tools to her life, alongside saying affirmations, she also began to trust that they might actually be helping too. After having her initial mastectomy and while undergoing chemotherapy and radiation, my mom would take on the new habits her Western doctors recommended through diet and pharmaceutical treatments, but also some energetic habits. She would lay on our sofa with a big, beautiful, clear quartz crystal in her hands and hold it against her chest while saying, I do not have cancer, nor will I ever have it again. I do not have cancer, nor will I ever have it again. Chanting crying, breathing, whispering, begging, and in time, believing. Needless to say, this was a very impressionable age for me. At a newly arrived age of reason, while I was beginning to understand things more clearly outside of myself and also a bigger whole world picture, having hope in these energetic and non-traditional tools seemed safe given the effects this disease was having on my mom's physical body. Part of this understanding was that there are forces out of our control. There are forces that are bigger than us and capable of impacting us in big and small ways. Faith is powerful. Faith can impact our lives both in beautiful and empowering ways and also in discouraging ways. It all comes down to mindset. For what we believe with our mind, we will create in our experiences. Not dissimilarly. When we believe something will not work, it won't. But when you open up your consciousness, allow yourself to connect with the energy all around you. You find it isn't as hard to find as you once thought. It can even be in that tiny stone you keep in your pocket. These days, I use my kids as an excuse to indulge in stones. They love them, and I can't ignore the stones they are most drawn to naturally are actually what they most needed later when I look up the stones either on Google or in books. We have stones we sleep with. We have stones in the corners of our home. We have stones that protect us as we make our way through the world. 
And we have stones we bring out specially when we are intentionally celebrating our power to create during the lunar cycles. To us, stones are magical, and so they are. 